All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, if you don't see a time announcement, it's 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 ten. So I'm here. Everybody's crushing. Everyone's getting it. All right. So today, what are we going to talk about? I I know I always say this and I don't do it, but I can't do a long one today because I'm moving my piano from upstairs to down here. What do you think of that, George? What do you think of that, George? All right, so we're going to have piano down here. Uh, so I don't know what time the guys are coming, but I'm going to have uh, to be a part of that operation. Uh, so today, Walter, put, Walter fiddles as Rome is built. Bet we're going to reanalyze Benjamin Netanyahu's um, reason for wanting us to destroy Iraq and Iran. The greatest veterans meme I've ever seen. Um, the rubber ducky question and mail. I didn't want to overdo it today because I, I can't, I have, I have, uh, this, this piano thing's a big day for me. So to have the, the grand piano down in this room is going to be so epic guys. So when I do my streams, I can now play you guys some, some fun piano. I like the click, click, click sound when the camera swivels. I like that sound too, Northwing bear. I'm glad you pointed that out. Connington, do we have any super chats? And then I will show you guys and for us as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I miss being able to play piano during these streams, but I've been doing piano for night streams. Like last night I did some, uh, some Pink Floyd for the people. Oh, and uh, Bitchute was surprisingly agreeable about my Paul rant yesterday. I thought I was going to get massacred by the churchians, but everyone was like, man, that was hilarious. I did not expect that. Apparently, a lot of people have been really thinking about Paul being a little sneak as well. And because uh, Paul said stuff like, I'm like Christ, so be like me. Like, he literally said that. He was a, he had just recovered from being a murderer. My question is, would you want Paul to pick up your kids to take them to school? Right? Obviously not. And I'm not saying, you know, he's not at peace and, you know, one with God and born again and all that. But it like Italian bear, Italian bear. I love Italian bears. Great. But do I want like, like, let's say he's fresh out of prison for doing gang stuff. You know, give it some time. Then then we can he can be like for at first he's called what my wife would call an outside friend, an outdoor friend which is a friend that has to stay outside. And, uh, and then you slowly can become an indoor friend, depending on how long we've witnessed you not, you know, burn buildings for the mafia. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> but I, I'm now starting to realize that a lot of people are sick of his shit too. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, oh, you're the greatest Christian because you sinned the most and recovered? No, no. The thing is, every man has a way back. Like, every man can be forgiven. But uh, that doesn't make you the best Christian where we should read all your emails. You know, like, imagine if someone's like, yeah, I'm a murderer, but I was on the road to Jamarcus. You guys get it. All I know is I was pleasantly surprised that Bitchute didn't try to cr crucify me, no pun intended. Because I always found it very interesting that criticizing Paul is more offensive to a lot of Christians than the fact Paul murdered Christians. 
Huh, right? Everyone's getting it. Okay, check out my son Walter's uh, incredible violin improvement. Here we go. Are you ready, Walter? Yes. One, We're in the same two, shirt. Jesus. ready, go. <laughs> crushing, 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 crushing. Twinkle Little Crush. So you're getting it. So everybody's getting it. Walter's crushing. Um, just I love it. I highly recommend. Oh, and I have uh, some good advice for parents. I had a great talk with Vox Day this morning about parenting because I knew he'd understand. By the way, this is uh, a shirt that Renata sent me. It's Dixon, D-I-X-X-O-N. I'm not sponsored by Dixon. I've been paid nothing by Dixon. But Renata is a great bear. And this is her family's company. And I love this shirt. Walter is so serious about his violin playing. Yeah, he's very focused. So my sons are super into monsters. And it kind of, sometimes it freaks me out like they're glorifying monsters. Like they love, uh, you know, uh, Typhon, you know, the, the son of Gaia. And some, he's the king of monsters and devils and evil and destroyer and he has a hundred skulls on his shoulders and little boys love that stuff they do and uh cthulhu you know they they love monsters and i don't and i've been trying to guide them more towards like angels but little boys don't don't get i mean they're they're very nice and they love their family and they love the idea of angels but they just are not i'm like angels are subtle they give you little signs you know they let you know that god loves you it's very soft and they're like, that's great, Dad. So can Cthulhu kill a mountain? And so I was talking to Vox about that because I don't like... There's something odd about kids loving monsters. So what it is, that's badass man, a thousand skulls on his shoulders. Yeah, but the little shift we've done is how to kill the monsters. And they're just as excited about that. So I'm like, how do we kill Cthulhu? And he's like, oh, we use a trident. And I'm like, there it is. <laughs> uh, so that's just a little piece of advice. And Vox, uh, Vox gave me that advice this morning. I thought it was great. Because your kids are going to like monsters. Or like boys, at least. Maybe not all. Maybe not the, the little weirdos. But, 
you know, the, the more powers they have and the more destruction, but then be like, how, how do we kill them? And it's like, oh, so we trap Cthulhu, we dump lava on them. And they're like, yes. And so then you're, because C.S. Lewis says, fairy tales isn't, uh, fairy tales aren't supposed to teach children that dragons exist. It's that, what's, what's the quote? I, I don't want to get it wrong. Hang on one second. Okay, C.S. Lewis, Dragons, quote. It's a good quote. Most, uh, a dragon. C.S. Lewis, Dragon, Slay, Exist, Fairy Tale. Fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. Is that Neil Gaiman? A little sneak. No, it's J.K. Chesterton. Or it's, I always thought it was uh, C.S. Lewis, but it's, apparently it's J.K. Chesterton. Looks an awful lot like West Side Bear. Fairy tales do not tell children that dragons is, exist. Children's already know that dragons exist. Fairy tales tell children that dragons can be killed. I love that. All right. Let's read some super chats. So if your kids are super into monsters and you feel weird that they're like exalting or trying to relate to monsters, get them very excited about killing the monsters. Thank you. All right, twice as White Bear says, 1543, great stream. It's our job as Christians to forgive, commanded by God, and I'm with you 100%. I couldn't forgive someone killing my family. But let me ask, does the Bible define what sins are worse than others? Is there a difference? Yes. Between a baby killer and a shoplifter? Yeah. Short answer, a sin is a sin. No. Yeah, people that usually say that are the ones doing all the bad sins. No offense, twice as White Bear. But imagine Paul being like, who among us has no sin? And everyone's like, yeah. They're like, like you, you, you've cheated on your taxes. And he's like, a little too many write-offs, Diane. It's like, and you, you once stole an apple when you were hungry. And he's like, I was starving. I feel kind of bad. And he's like, and me, I round up Christian families and murder them with a knife. We're all sinners here. Who can judge? I'd be like, me, I can judge. I think yours are way worse. But but let, isn't it God's duty to decide? Like, if I'm off the path, let God execute me. And it's like, he just got executed. Let's make him half the Bible. <clears throat> no, no, there's sins that are way worse than other sins, obviously. But but am I saying that that you shouldn't be that God can't forgive a murderer? Of course not. That's not what I'm saying. But you're lying if you think that all sins are the same. So let's say someone has a write-off on their taxes of an office that they barely use for business. And they're like, yeah, it's an office, but really they just they just store stuff in there. That's, a, that's, a, that's lying, right? Let's say somebody is... Somebody's... Uh, dad asked them, you know, like your dad is like, am I, I still got it, don't I, kid? And you're like, yeah, you still got it, dad, when he doesn't still have it. That's lying, 
right? That's a sin. That's bearing false witness. And then there's killing Christians. <laughs> but, but who among us is without sin? That, how is that the standard? Don't get me wrong, forgiveness is great, but would you let your kids hang out with Paul? So Paul ha- is on the road to Jamarcus, and he's like, oh no, I definitely saw God. Didn't Jesus say, be wary of people who saw God? Yeah, 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 totally. Didn't Jesus say there was going to be like no more prophets or something? Aren't you kind of a prophet now, Paul? Yeah, yeah, but because I'm such a murderer, that's how you know I'm the best. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not on board, and I don't care. And I know a lot of other people see it. Lawn and Gardens Bear says, Paying the gay away for wishing I would write a song and build a hot rod with Telecaster Bear. Find my letter BB was delivered 1110 USPS Special Boy Envelope. Shout out to Wisconsin and Maine Bears. Legion of Bears, overpriced Moon Boots Bear. Holler at me to plan a Sunday service in Milwaukee. Nice. Wes DeWitt says, Sleep Deprived Bear and Jonah Bear love shooting this, this don't get it too uh Westerwitz getting too like actually visually vulgar. I'll just leave the visual out on that one. Keep crushing, BB. Look, please look up Lucky by Seven Mary Three. You'd crush it. Love Grungy Blues Bear. Thank you, Grungy Blues Bear. And next time let's lay off the explicit gay porn visuals. Thank you. Someone's gonna have to pay a little bit more gay away. Astrolabian Bear says, I have to admit I got a little teary-eyed when I heard Crow say cheers to the bears at the end of the episode. No one is having more fun than us. God bless the King of Bertaria. And you as well. Yeah, it was a great episode. And we'll upload it today to Unauthorized. BB, can we get more of the Kavanaugh Blasty Ford gravy? Never did see this side-by-side and feels like there may be more than that you intended to touch on. Yeah, I'll do that. They look exactly the same and they were never in the room together. And now Christine Blasty Ford has never been seen again. Almost like she was a character being played by a gay guy. (laughs) Friendly Bear says, BB, Shane McGowan was part of my awakening in my youth, watching Evil Feast and celebrate on his vice. When I learned that his Christmas song lost to a terrible cover of a sodomite sex Christmas song in 1988, nothing in entertainment is real. Maybe Amy can sing the fairy tale with you in a duet. I'll look into all of that. Thank you, Friendly Bear. Perspective 96 Bear says, Hey, BB, salutations from the Ozarks. I felt inspired to share some wisdom from Kingston Trio's song, Desert Pete. You've got to prime the pump. You must have faith and believe. You've got to give yourself for you're worthy to receive. Drink all the water you can hold. Wash your face, cool your feet. Leave the bottle full for others. Thank you kindly, Desert Pete. That's wonderful, and thank you, my friend. I, I love your, the T-shirts you sent. I wear them all the time. Kevin said, dude, you've just been crushing on another level as of lately, and I'm soaking up the gravy like a freshly baked loaf of sourdough bread. Just delicious. Keep crushing, BB, and community, Beachy Bear. Thank you, Beachy Bear. It was very nice. Boer Bear crushed it. Indeed, more loaf bear. Paul is a scumbag, says more loaf bear. I think so. I mean, I hope he's not. I hope that he wasn't just lying, but do as I do, because I do as Christ does, says the murderer. Oh, Everyone sins, Big Bear. Yeah, yeah, but not like that. I mean, I think the fact, like the fact Nero rid the community of a horrible murderer is great. Nero might be my new favorite emperor. Oh, six, six, six. I mean, the fact he took Paul out is great. I mean, that that he was really trying to 
trying to rid the community of another murderer, of Christians specifically. He killed them for following Christ. And then he expected to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep going, but I just, I can't believe how many people agree with me on that. I thought I was going to get crucified, no pun intended. Graham Carlson stopped listening three years ago because of COVID, started listening again four months ago. BB has not changed. Rest of the world, snafu. If I'm a bear, can I be DCS bear? Welcome DCS bear. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I made fun of Paul like three years ago too. It's not a new revelation for me. Like, I've always thought he was a scumbag. Oh, how dare you? Oh, I, I, I can't listen anymore. I've been making fun of Paul. I mean, I've made fun of King David with his bag of dicks for years. So don't pretend like this is the first. And, and King James and his fancy pants Bible. I mean, come on. That's what I do. I don't have sacred cows, guys. I don't have sacred cows. And you love me for it. Admit it. This, this place would not be fun if you didn't know that. If you thought that I was going to be like, you know, I can't make fun of Paul because it's just too offensive to all these retards, right? Not Department of Child Services. Thank you, Graham Carlson. That was very generous. That will keep Coddington uh, with his heat on for another day or two. Trout Whisper, your soul, Paul ran on Monday. It was hilarious. Thank you for the laughs. I, I, I'm so happy you guys liked it. I really am. I, I, it could have gone either way. Jonah Bear, how dare sleep deprived insult that cigars are gay, insinuate that cigars are gay. Clearly his ability to determine right from wrong has been broken due to a lack of sleep. One must wonder why is it that he is always tired? Could it be that he stays up late pumping in San Francisco? May this pay his alleged gay away. Indeed. I just want you guys to really watch out for gay visuals when you're doing the fun war. Uh, yeah, Trump and his bag of dicks rock on Patriots. Yeah, I mean, come on. The Trump thing's just so stupid, right? Do you consider his writing part of the Bible? That's my guess as to why it offends. Well, it's part. that's why I keep mistaking. I'm like, oh, he, he lived three centuries later when it was really like 10 years later because he like knew Peter and shit. It's because that's when they put him in the Bible was the Council of Nicaea. So that's why I keep thinking that. It's like, uh, I don't care. I don't feel like arguing about it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate, I, I, listen, I can sign off on a lot of Paul's emails. I mean, him, you know, trying to weasel his way out of execution is profound. But, uh, you know, I like the Bible as a whole. I like, uh, I like his, little, his little emails after his road to Jamarcus. But I just don't, I find him full of shit. That's my opinion, and I could be wrong. I'm more of a Jesus guy, more of a Matthew guy. Matthew's my guy. Yeah, the council of must be nice, Nicaea. Must be Nicaea? I don't know. I just don't feel like Rome would do a great job in the editorium. James the Just was majorly undersold and subverted by the Catholic Church. That guy got it and was allegedly Jesus' blood brother, says Benjamin Henry. Listen, the guy might have gotten it. Like, King James may have been great. He may have known that uh, pandas were fake. That being said, his fashion was insane. Who's Paul? Sounds like someone that works at the DMV. By the way, our DMV in my area is awesome. Dude, if, if, if you ever had an experience with a DMV, uh, did Toronto Joubert said steal from Peter to pay Paul? Yeah, Peter allegedly didn't seem to be that into Paul either. No one liked Paul. Paul could have avoided death penalty if he had stopped preaching the gospel. Allegedly. Listen, you guys can defend Paul all you want. 
I think that's that's cuckery. If you don't think, oh, so so because oh, I think according to who? Paul? According to Rome? He admitted to being the worst sinner ever. Like he's like, no one's worse than me. I murder Christians. You know, I'm into it. I'm good at it. I fucking crush at it. You know, I'm just not, I'm not into that at all. He didn't just preach the Bible. He said, follow me because I follow Jesus. And then he was like, but look at me. Look at how much I've changed. I think he was just an addict. He probably did a lot of heroin. All the apostles were murdered except one, says Ignatius. Well, you know, Paul's the guy I'm really glad was taken out because he was a murderer. You know, I'm more into the apostles that were like tax collectors, a little too rich, you know, kind of pissy about their fish collection. All right. Sandpoint DMV is amazing. But oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get off the religious stuff. I know it bothers people. People are like, when he calls himself less than the least of all the saints, it strikes me as false humility. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think he was a total liar. And according to um, Joseph Smith, who was apparently not a murderer, Paul had a big fucking nose and he was short. Okay, so anyway, my DMV needed me to get a, um, a proof of purchase of my truck from Washington for a tax reason. And we were trying to track it down and we were just having a hard time with it. And I'd already gotten the registration. I was just kind of, I just kind of didn't really care. And, and she called me and she's like, yeah, it's been a year. Are you going to get that? I'm like, well, we tried and it's true. We did try and they didn't uh, have it or call us back. And she goes, well, just give me the number. I can take care of it. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. And so I just gave her the number of where I bought my truck and she just took care of it. And that was it. I've never experienced anything like that from a DMV in my life, and I can't believe how great it was. All right, two quick super chats here. Jack says, Cerulean Bear, how dare you believe the grit of the U.S. drove a golf cart on the surface of the 14 trillion lumen bright moon? I was with you when you called out the out trunk and when you called out the nine gay rollerbladers, but if you don't think technology advanced and everything besides space, I'm out. Right, people really do think that. And I'm sure there's going to be people that because I don't love Paul... You know, the artist formerly known as Saul, like that I'm somehow a bad person. It's like, would you let Paul in your house around your kids? Or, you know, do you have enough reasonable doubt? Right? I'm, I'm, I'm a Jesus guy, man. I'm the guy that didn't commit all the sins. Like, I like that. Oh, so you're saying you're perfect? No, I'm saying, imagine if someone's like, because this is the argument. They go, oh, well, Big Bear, Big Bear used to be a fornicator. And it's true. I did a lot of fucking, right? And it's like, yeah, so, so how can you judge Saul for being the murderer? I'm like, okay, don't make my emails the entire Bible. I'm not a religious leader. I don't even feel I have the ability to, ha to run a church. I wouldn't even run a Bible study. And I just did some fucking. Like, I wasn't ending lives. I was... Fucking Paul was like, eh, 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 and was like murdering people. And people were like, oh, because he was such a disgusting piece of shit, he really knows Christ. I'm not saying murderers can't be forgiven, but sit in the back of the room. Listen to the guy that isn't horrible. You understand? 
Moses murdered people with his bare hands, didn't he? I mean, yeah, I hope so. But not, you know, not Christian. I mean, listen, everybody, not everybody. A lot of people have done some murdering. I don't know. Did Paul ever part a sea? No. What, what was his miracles? Nothing. All, all it was was, you can now eat pork. Why don't you stuff it right in your fucking mouths? And everyone's like, oh, Jesus. Father Freedom says, BB, please verify me as Wild Fox Medicine Bear. Welcome. I'm the real Michael J. Fox. Hilarious. At Michael J. Fox. Genius Jenga joke, and thanks for the big bang, too. Is Nanko verified? I don't know. That could be a great cancel culture forgiveness interview, and you two could jam on the piano. What's your take on the the chrism, the chism, aka the sacred secretion, endogenously yours? I have no idea what you're talking about at all. I don't know who that person is that played the piano, and I don't know what secretion you're referring to. Um, all right. For the record, Paul wasn't murdering people. He brought them before the Jews to be lawfully put to death for blasphemy. Hey, there you go, Stormy Bear. There you go. So you're telling me he not, that's even worse. So he was a bounty hunter, but too much of a bitch to actually see the blood. He was like, "Ewy, ewy, gross, ewy, ewy, gross." So he was out getting all the Jew or getting all the Christians and bringing them to like brave, strong Jews who could actually swing the axe. Uh, I love the bit, but remember, Paul is not the only murderer in the Bible. Moses and King David both murdered as well. Yeah, but they weren't like gross gamma Jewy guys. You know, a king is going to have to swing some metal. Uh, all right. I prefer Paul Romano. Yeah, I, I'm done with the bit. I know that some people are spiraling. I don't know what secretion you're referring to on Benjamin 22. <laughs> yeah. The small hats wanted him dead for turning on them. Christians didn't have power to kill anyone then. Well, that's good. Maybe he was a great guy. I mean, I, if he really did, you know, do a quick, a, a full 180, then that's great. But I'm just saying that, that that doesn't make you the best Christian because you fucking did a big 180. Like, I'm never going to be as good of a Christian as, you know, the people that didn't spend 15 years fucking as much as possible. Or 10 years. Uh, that, that's not a badge of honor for me. <laughs> like, I'm not like, listen guys, everyone, like everyone kneel and listen. Because I know, alright, so he's basically a trickster who got Christians murdered. Listen, I'm not, I'm, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll give him the benefit of it. Because I was really railing on Paul yesterday. Parentheses, parentheses, parentheses. And, uh, and as I was doing it, it dawned on me I was being a slight hypocrite. Because um, Paul took Jesus' screen time. Yeah, because right now, um, I mean, it's a dick move. It's a dick move, man. I don't want to tell this one. I'll just tell the story. So now I'm not telling it. It involves other people. It's like Paul was taking glory for himself from Jesus. You know, he was like, yeah, but everyone listen to my path back to Christ. And it's like, no, let's just listen to Christ. All right. Uh, sounds like every recovering heroin addict. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, 
Is that 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 crazy lady in fucking Australia? It's like from crack to Christ. It's like fucking Paul. It's like that doesn't make you better. You're still crazy. You know? He was running scams. I'm sure he had no actual blood on his hands. Paul clearly had beef with the actual apostles. It's all over the New Testament. Peter blatantly didn't like Paul. Paul was definitely a special boy gamma. What was I just going to say? Someone said something and I was going to. Paul took Jesus screen time. Uh, man's judgment means nothing next to God. Oh, I, I, I'm aware of that. But do you also apply that to the black guy who rapes your sister? Of course not. Of course not. There isn't anyone else who can take Bible talk to the comedy realm, tip the comedian. I agree, Don. I'm doing right now. I'm doing comedy for Christians. Like, for example, this is a joke I did for vets. And I got uh, some white knighting and some... This is, by the way, one of the funniest... This is one of the funniest memes I've ever seen, and it's so true. And every single combat vet I sent this to responded, LOL. Okay? Random citizen, thank you for your service. My service. And it's just uh, Kermit shooting a gun and smiling, drinking booze and smiling, fucking Miss Piggy. And then showering and crying. <laughs> okay, so that joke is for veterans. Like ones that actually serve, not like a mechanic in Guam or some shit. And so a bunch of people are like, like, like my jokes about Paul are, are for Christians. It's not because I hate Christianity. Uh, like this, this meme is so funny because it's so true. You know, someone's like, uh, my, my brother was a vet and he's nothing like this. He's a great man. So my response is, I'm like, which, which banker war did he fight in? Tell me how great of a man he was. Oh, no, but they were tricked, Big Bear. Don't you know they were tricked? They were tricked. Just admit it. Admit that they did that. <laughs> like, so, so at the, the Afghani war, would you like to see why America went to war uh, in Iraq and Iran? This is from 2002. This is why the fact people still say 20 years later that Israel is our only and greatest friend and ally is insane. If you actually love the vets and you care about the military and those guys, one, give them a laugh. Send them that meme because they fucking know it's true. They just love throwing metal, drinking booze, pounding, and sometimes crying. They have a hard time readjusting back home because they have less stimulation. It's like the book Tribe. I was talking to my buddy yesterday about this. It's like most vet depression is not because they keep thinking about the captain from Iowa that died. You know, that's what the movies want you to think. No, it's because they had a tribe. They had purpose. They could kill and fucking have missions and action and stimulation and all this shit. That's what actually depresses them. And then they go to Costco and it's like, Lady in red is dancing with me. You know, it's playing elevator music and you got people being like, whoa, did you see ground beef is only 9-11 a pound? And they're like, ugh. I mean, that one scene from um, Green, what was it called? The, the Hurt Locker is, the, the whole movie was not realistic except for that one scene when he's in his grocery store and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because Hollywood relates to this too. That's the same. It's kind of like when people come up to an actor and they're like, oh my God, I love your work. And you're like, my work is drinking fucking 
and crying. That's all our work is. That's why I have such a camaraderie with a lot of combat vets. <laughs> it's because my work was being overly stimulated and celebrated for nothing. I was talking to Vox about this this morning. Like I always hated, not hated, but acting was a way to get more stand-up gigs. Imagine a fast pace of a movie is a day is like a minute of dialogue. You see the same thing all day. They keep moving lights. Six hours, they're lighting a scene. And then you, you have like one minute of talking. And then they switch the camera. You do the same minute, the same minute, the same minute. Close-ups, wide shot. It's like, it's actually an insane way to live. And the military relates to that. But what do you have? You have like your little community. Like, uh, especially when you shoot a movie on the road. Like I shot a movie in, in Flint, Michigan for eight weeks. And it's like, you get tight with everybody. You have like a bond. Um, you know, you, you, you're in like a trailer park all day. It's basically like a yurt village. It's actually closer to how humans are supposed to live, except the movie shooting is so stupid. And so you just hang out, you talk, you have craft service, you have the watering hole, basically. You're like, you know, and then at night you party and you, you, have, you have like a tribe, like a village, and it's small and it's fun. But the, the, the shooting itself is crazy. Like when people say you're a movie actor so talented, it's total bullshit. You could make anybody appear talented with enough editing and takes. Like they'll do the same line 50 times until you get it right. And you only have to get it right for like three seconds. And then they cut and it's another one. They cut. And, and so that's why when a lot of times celebrities have something called imposter syndrome because they are imposters. Comedians aren't imposters. Like if you can command a show for an hour with a microphone, that's real stimulation. Like that's hard. That's, that's actual talent. Acting is so stupid. You know, stage acting might be different, but movie acting, it's like, it's retarded. But even, but you're so indulged and your life is so excessive that when the quote unquote citizens come up to you and say, oh, I love your work. You're like, my work? <laughs> That's my work. <laughs> it's just Kermit like, woo! Then he's like drunk, he's fucking, then he's crying in a shower. And it's like any vet that right now is trying to get some sort of honor or high ground from their job is full of shit. Oh, we served. We served. Oh yeah, what'd you guys do with the boys in Dubai for six months? Oh, we're just serving our country for freedom. This is the reason that all of the vets were at war. Here we go. This is Benjamin Netanyahu. He literally, literally wanted us to destroy nations, functional nations, and he admits to using media subversion because it scared, they scared him. Here we go. And the uh, terrorist organizations that they harbor are fueled by uh, a, a terrible anti-Western zealotry, a militancy that knows no bounds. Doesn't okay, so anti-Western zealotry, let me just translate a little bit here. Anti-Western zealotry means they don't want sodomy and they don't want trans children and, and twerking at libraries and a debt-based central banking system. That's anti-Western zealotry. And the terrorism was all fake to the point where they had to pretend it was happening. I know people that were on the FBI task forces against terrorism. 
They kept just setting, don't get me wrong, the people they set up were guilty of something, but they were usually low IQ perverts that they would pretend were terrorists because they would get a uh, a financial bump for getting it. They'd get like six grand or something extra if they got a terrorist. And the terrorist would literally just be like a guy named Habibi who was jerking off near a school. I swear to God, it's that stupid. And if you think 9-11 was, you know, Iraq hated us for our freedom, you're functionally retarded. So this is why the vets were out there pounding and squirting for uh, 20 years. Respect any force knows no limits to the use of power. And one uh, would be Iran, you said? One is Iran, one is, is Iraq. More nuclear capacity, more rocket capacity than Iraq in harbors Al-Qaeda people, or at least... Yes, now the question, the, the question you have is this. The question you have is this. This is now a, a question of... Uh, oh my uh, God, Coddington was there. Look, Coddington's in the back with the blonde bull, hut, blonde bull haircut. Hang on, you see right there? That's Coddington as a young man. He was on... His <laughs> For those of you just listening, the guy just looks retarded. Here we go. Uh, obviously, we'd like to see a regime change, at least I would, in Iran, just as I would like to see in Iraq. Okay, so he wants to see a regime change because they're trying to hurt me because they don't like me. Do you see how fucking mentally insane this is? Because they harbor terrorism. And they're, they're intolerant. And wait till you hear what his, his plans are for these places. Question now is a practical question. What is the best place to proceed? It's not a question of whether Iraq's regime should be taken out, but when should it be taken out? It's not a question of whether you'd like to see a regime change in Iran, but how to achieve it. Iran has the, uh, something that Iraq doesn't have. Iran has, for example, 250,000 satellite dishes. It has uh, internet use. I once said to uh, uh, the, chair, the heads of the CIA when I was prime minister that if you want to uh, advance regime change in Iran, you don't have to go through the CIA cloak and dagger stuff. Uh, what you want to do is, uh, uh, is take very large, very strong transponders and just beam Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 2050 and all that into... Into Tehran. And you see Kyneton laughing in the background there? But see, he's admitting it. He's saying, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to use our Western filth where we turn our women into whores and men into faggot cucks and we'll just pump it into their homes and then they're going to want to get fucked in the ass and do the heroin. It's so bad. He even used the word subversion. <laughs> oh, proud to be an American. How dare you mock the vets? This is all the vets ever do, guys. They throw metal at anybody that won't play ball with Wells Fargo. Then they pound beer, they fuck a pig, and then they cry. They do it over and over again. You know who pays for their lives? Us. And what, what's their thanks in return? Oh, let's shut down the post office. Because we need, because we're hungover. That's what all these vets did. They're like, listen, we got to shut down. On Veterans Day is a day called hungover day where we get to just sleep in all day and just wipe the blood and booze and cum off our bodies. But how dare you go with the apostle Paul? That guy was great. The more sin, the better, right? Right guys. Okay. So anyway, here's Benjamin Netanyahu. This is, he says it in plain sight. It, they never hit it. And look at kind of, and by the way, do you see Boer bear over there? Hang on. Look, hang on. We'll get one second. It's over. You see uh, 
That guy right there, that's Bowler Bear. So that's a young Bowler Bear. And then on the other side is Coddington. <laughs> anyway. Ron, because that is subversive stuff. They watch it. The young kids watch it. The young people, they, they want to have the same nice clothes at the same houses and swimming pools and so on. Uh, and that is something that is available in uh, forces, internal forces of dissension that are available in Iran, which is paradoxically probably the most open society in that part of the world. It is a lot more open than Iraq, which is probably the most closed society on Earth. And therefore, you have no ability. I bet Iraq was awesome before uh, the Judeo-Christians bombed it. Into, and everyone's like, oh, they're killing Christians. No, no, they literally weren't at all. But your favorite guy in the world, Paul, was killing. I mean, he was loved killing Christians. Oh, yeah, but he was so sorry. He, he was so sorry. Dude, this is bullshit. This is all bullshit, man. And I'm not mad about it. I forgive Benjamin Netanyahu. You know, I get it. That guy sucks. His whole life sucks. But, uh, you know, my life's great. Like, I was telling Amy last night, I'm like, it's weird. I'm so fucking happy these days. Like, I couldn't be happier. I don't require this man to change. And I know that my hilarious veteran memes, the actual vets like it. Because I've, I've really crossed a, 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 a rounded a corner here. This, this button's... I hate that little button. The fuck is that there? There we go. Where uh, it, the people offended are never the ones that are part of it. It's not aimed at that. Like this one woman yesterday on my Instagram was like, uh, was like writing pages and pages about uh, how wrong this is and how they're actually good people and all that. And by the end, she admitted that it's because it's true. Like her ex-husband was like this. And I told her, I go, listen, let me break the spells. Like I, this will make the vets laugh. I go send these to any vet in your life and let me know their response. Because if they get angry and hostile and offended, it means they're even worse. It means they're even worse than that. Cause that's kind of like lovable. That's one reason why this meme works so well is cause Kermit looks like he's having a blast because there's innocence to this meme, even though it's so fucking crazy. It's like, dude, he like loves shooting. He's like, booze, piggy, what did I do? And then the cycle where it's all over again and over. And so there's something, despite how obviously critical this meme is, there's a lovability to it and an absolute reality to it. And any vet that gets offended, you know what? Why don't you go bomb another fucking wedding for, for your 30 pieces of silver from Benjamin Netanyahu? Because God forbid the Kazarian Mafia feels any uh, anxiety about other regimes. To foment uh, uh, this kind of dynamic inside Iraq. So the question now is, choose. You can, uh, you can beam Melrose Place, but it may take a long time. On the other hand, if you take out Saddam, Saddam's regime, I guarantee you that it will have enormous positive reverberations on the region. And I think... Hey, guys, did... I mean, one, did he have weapons of mass destruction? No. Did it have positive uh, 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 ripples around the region? No, not at all. Um, so he's a fucking liar. 
And his that's disinformation that actually led to people being hurt. Now, if I simply point out that the Kazarian Jews are running, you know, uh, uh, that one part of Dave Chappelle's bit that I think is so funny and should be used rhetorically is you have a flock of seagulls, you have a school of fish, and you have a coincidence of Jews, right? So they'll say we're running disinformation because we can point out that the vaccines uh, cause death. Here's a quick meme here from the Oregon Gone Trail. <laughs> it's called the Oregon Trail. You have died of suddenly. Okay, so they claim that's dis disinformation, but what this Kazarian Jew is doing here is uh, he's lying to get millions of people killed. They, they bragged about starving 500,000 Iraqi children using economic sanctions. And for those of you that have never met an Iraqi, especially before the invasion, a lot of them were wonderful people, smart people, good people. Oh no, I went over there in 2006, they sucked. Right, I know, because you just killed all their families and a lot of them were starving and really angry. A lot of Iraqis, I mean, Iraq was the center of civilization for a long time. Some people think that that's where the Garden of Eden was, you know? And so these Kazarian Jews want to kill them all because they feel like they're trying to hurt me. Oh, Iraq won't let us show our pornos there. It's such a closed society. And I know they have weapons. I know they're trying to hurt me. Yeah, so, you know, the veterans... Um, I don't, I mean, next year I will, pro, I'm going to protest the Veterans Day next year and I will stand outside the fucking post office and I will demand that we stop celebrating these fucking scumbags because they can't stop squirting and shooting and killing and then getting paid by the banks because the fucking, you know, because these, these damn sand nigger Muslims just won't get into debt and watch our gay pornos and wave the rainbow flag and sell us the heroin. No, the mail will be delivered on Veterans Day next year because to, to honor these people, it's like, it's just so disgusting. All right, anyway, so here's, look at, it, look at Netanyahu here saluting Hitler. People sitting right next door in Iran, young people, uh, and many others will say, the time of such regimes, of such just bots is gone. There is a new age, something new is happening. And that Iraq. is speculation on your part, or you have uh, some evidence of that as opposed to... No, no, he has no evidence. He has the, the, the fever dreams of a crazy criminal. Now, you're, you're trying to hurt me. That's why everybody that lives a somewhat decent life, they feel threatened by. Because compared to anyone that isn't a horrible war criminal, they're trying to hurt me. Why wouldn't you sign off? Anyway, I do have a lot... People lately have been saying, how dare you criticize Saul? You know, that fucking, that fucking Jew killed some Christians, but everyone has sin. Look at you, Big Bear. I do have sin. And I'm going to get out in front of it. And I try to justify my sins. And so I'm going to, before anyone can even attack me, this is, uh, this is a little, I'm going to disclose. Dear Big Bear, I hope you and Amy and the boys are all doing well. I wrote, and by the way, if I ever do play with a rubber ducky, it's because the kids left the rubber ducky in the bath. All right? And that's not gay. It's not gay to have kids with a rubber ducky. And if I were to not play with the rubber ducky, I'd be insane. Fact. Right? I don't play with it like, hey, Mr. Rubber Ducky, but I'm like, you know, 
I think it's fucking cool. I think it's cool to be in a bath with a fucking rubber ducky. All right? A few moments later. King Owen loved to take baths. But most of all, King Owen loved his <laughs> rubber ducky. That's great. Thank you for that. Okay. That old chestnut BB hat. Don't be ashamed of the rubber ducky. It's confirmed zero on the Tate scale. I wish that were true, Spice Bear. I can always tell when someone's just trying to butter me up. We all know that rubber ducky play is not a zero on the Tate scale. I sure wish it was. Rockfin just said rubber chuck bear. Thank you. We got a couple uh, super chats here. Luski, I think they've, I think they've sheep dipped the Israelis the most. So when the grabbers need to do a runner from the Fiat collapse, the place is largely empty. Could it be? I don't even know what they're gonna do, man. It all seems absolutely nuts. <laughs> you know. Greens BB, just want to say thank you again for all the gravy laughs in the community of crushers. Also, let the Bears know that the next LA Bertaria meetup is coming up this Saturday, the 19th, at Gravy Crockett's place. And if interested, please contact me on the BTA. Thanks and onward. Uh, that was from No More Money Bear. Uh, Joe Gaggins says, shout out to Posh Redneck and Kalista Bear for awesome God conversations yesterday. Thanks to Lawn and Gardens Bear, Machine Bear, and Jackobat for the great chats. Yeah, indeed, all great people. Oh, what is this? Nice. Oh, this is, uh, wait. Nice donation to Bertaria Ozarks, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Uh, buttering up is definitely not a zero on the um, To stray Russian military missiles just killed two in Poland. Um, I think we should all focus mostly on the Bertari Ozarks operation. But, I, I mean, someone's definitely trying to hurt me. Just the whiny victim bullshit. Okay. Thank you for that little super chat. I don't know about what you guys think, but I'm starting to think that everyone is getting it. Ozark Campground. Nice. Is that going to work? Yes. All right, hopefully. Ozark Campground. Is that how the... I know that they have to be made out to the same thing every time. Uh, don't anybody check. Bertaria Ozark Campground. Okay, good. Nice. Thank you. Everyone's getting it. Baths are just another form of soaking in the Dead Sea, says Trondry Bear. Keep telling yourself that, buddy. Keep telling yourself that. People are getting it at unprecedented rates. Um... Want to know who I who I linked up and who are like clicking hugely? Is uh, Ye and uh, Adam from Film Grain, the the dude who directs and edits all of uh, all of my documentaries. They just had like this epic like four hour meeting yesterday, and they like love each other now. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I find this all so fucking funny, man. It's like because Adam had a Ye for president. 
um, sign in front of his house in 2020. Like, he's always loved Kanye West. Like, he voted for him for president. And now he's potentially going to be, like, his go-to film guy. <laughs> the Cholo and Yeah. Yeah, I even, told, um, I even told Adam, I go, you have just enough, quote-unquote, color in you where you guys probably relate on in a way that I can never relate to him on. I'm like, it's very lonely being the master race. And uh, he laughed, but I knew that it was true, too. But that's okay. I know it's lonely at the top. Supporting what I like. Can I be reverified from Black Thumb Bear to a Life Observed Bear? Welcome to Life Observed Bear. What's in a name? Thank you, BB. Thank you. It says, Happy Winter. I do not know if this matters or no. I still use Black Thumb Bear 2. Uh, gave to the Bertari Ozark, Missouri Fund. New email. Oh, new emails. I'll figure this out. Thank you for donating. But I am not good. I mean, we're, we're doing way better this round when it comes to administration uh, of everything. Like, we uh, did you guys get the email? Did we send out the email yet? Um, and we have it all lined up. Every single donor is locked in this time. We're not going to have to do what we did last time with, like, you have to reach out to us to get on the email list and all that. Like, we're, we've done... A thousand percent better um, than last time. But that being said, it's still one of my major weaknesses. I didn't get it. Could it be in junk? No email yet. Yeah, we probably haven't sent it out yet. I'm going to ask my buddy. Like, we now have a team. Uh, one second. Email yet? I guess no one cares about me anymore. It's all Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. I even told Adam, I go, motherfucker, you better not leave me for that bike thief. And he goes, I'll always be your mijo. Or no, you're my mijo. I can't remember what it was. By the way, I'm not accusing Kanye of stealing a bike. I think he's probably returned all the bikes at this point. Okay, Mr. Owen, hope you're well. I know how plain industry... Runs without making a profit, my dad told me. He also told me Trip to Moon was fake. I didn't think he was right. He likely was the... I can't read your handwriting. Um, but you are now... You are now part of the... Thank you for your donation to the Britaria Ozarks. And um, yeah, I mean, maybe next year... The artist formerly known as Kanye West will be opening for Anchor Bear. <clears throat> oh, here's a... Uh... Jabroni's Bear says, Paying the gay away because it's been a few weeks and I don't want my rollerblades to start growing anywhere. Indeed. Mini Bucket said, Hear the voice of the bard who present past and future seas whose ears have heard the holy word that walk among the ancient trees. William Blake's Song of Experience. Awesome. Uh, we're redrafting the email because we got a donation surge and the land closing is on Friday instead of today. Email going out soon. You see how much more organized we are now? Email going out soon with all updates and details. So if you've not gotten your email yet, it's because we had a last minute surge and we wanted everyone included and we close on the, on the land on Friday. Isn't that very exciting? Is everyone excited? 
did BB just say you're my mijo? What does mijo mean? Is that father or son? I can't remember. A father telling his son trip to the moon was hoax is legendary. Yeah. Well, no, it's Adam was telling me a story about his dad who was like living on his property. And he's like, he's like, and the word mijo was in it. And I said, must be nice to have a mijo. <laughs> and he, he could, oh, my son. Yeah, yeah. And so that was an inside joke between me and Adam. Cause he was like, talk, I think he was having like a little friction with, about, you know, the COVID stuff and all that. And he was like talking about how him and his dad were talking and, and the word mijo was used. He's like, mijo, blah, blah, blah. And I just go, might be nice to have a mijo. <laughs> because just the fact you have a relationship with your dad is enviable for me. Anybody that's having a hard time with their dad, just remember that um, you still at least talk and know each other. If you have friction, guys, I don't have any relationship. My dad has met one of my kids. And I'm not trying to make it better or worse. I have an awesome mom, great brother, great family, crushing. Like, my life is fucking blessed beyond belief. But if you have any relationship at all, like, you, you can talk to your dad. There's any interaction. Um, that's, a, that's a blessing. Uh, Ray, yeah, he's returning the bikes for sure. But I still wouldn't trust him around mine. Well, I think me and Ye's friendship is going to be the great bike returning. I think that that's, because I've been thinking about why. Like, it's so random. Like, why am I now friends and collaborator, like artistic collaborator with that guy? Like this super famous, controversial, super black guy. And I think it might have to do with healing and repairing so much old trauma. And it all has to do with bikes. Because so many bikes were stolen. And so many bikes need to be returned. Don't get me wrong. A lot of blacks got thrown in prison for some, you know, sketchy reasons. Some of them probably are innocent, right? But that doesn't, you know, we can talk about that. But everyone talks about that. Well, nobody talks about the fucking bikes. Nobody. And so I finally have the ear of a man that has, you know, the entire black world listens to this guy. Half Pint Bear said, I had three bikes stolen. It was the seminal moment of my childhood. And I'm not saying he has to take blame. I don't believe in racial blame. I don't believe in generational blame. I'm not saying that he has to apologize for stealing the bike. Because I'm not, I'm not saying he did it. Like when, uh, when uh, Barricade Garage said he was sorry about the bike, it didn't mean anything to me. Because he didn't steal my bike. And I know he was just trying to, to butter me up because he knew the tide was turning. Uh, generational bike thievery. Yes. Everyone talks about slavery. Oh, 400 years of slavery. Well, we had at least... How, when was the bike invented? Hang on. What year was the bicycle invented? I'm going to say 1841. 1817. Whoa. So we've had 105 years of black bike theft on the whites. 105 years of fear. I'm not going to call it slavery because we could still obviously walk. But it was 105 years where we had to look outside our window every single day. 105 years together trying to make it work. I would have never thought I would be hearing you say you and Ye are kicking it. I, yeah, it's... It, it's hilarious. And, and now film grain is working 
with him. I mean, who knows? It might all fall apart. No one knows. No one knows how this all works. And frankly, I don't, I don't care in the way that I think a lot of people would. They'd be like, oh man, Manier hasn't talked to me in a week. I'm assuming that's going to happen. Because <laughs> when you're dealing with like super artistic types that are kind of volatile, I might not talk to the guy for a year and then talk to him eight times in a day. You know, that's typically how it is. Oh, 205 years. Thank you, Dan in Georgia. Uh, I can't believe I my eighth didn't kick in with that very simple math. 205 years of fear. Where at any point, any white man can have their bike ripped right from their porch. Denmark Bear was close. I can't believe I got that. So I got 100. I didn't add the right. I mean, my math is horrible right there. I now will uh, commit subiki and stab myself because I've brought great dishonor to the Jews. BB does math like an ant. No, I actually do math really well. I, that was a, a horrible mistake, and I feel tremendous shame, and I might have to commit subiki. I would laugh. If I was living in Japan, I would laugh so hard because all their words end in you. They'd be like, Hamadi. You know, I always say Prager Yi, Prager Yi, Ben Shapiri. They'd be like, oh, Ben Shapiri, Ben Shapiri. Your eighth just died. It's not that big of a freaking deal. I was, my mind was trying to do the proper joke. If I was focused on the math more than the humor and the scrolling chat of thousands of people, I would have definitely got the fucking math properly, guys. But it's no excuse. I brought great dishonor to the Jews. Dear Big Bear, I hope all is up well with you and the family. It's been a while since I've written as the fall is busy season between Harvest coaching cross country and my beautiful wife being now 37 weeks pregnant with baby number two. We will survive the winter. The good news is that all my t- teams went to state. Boys got third and my lead. Re- is this Coach Bear? Bible study bear. Nice. Boys got third, and the lead runner won the race. My wife is healthy, and so is the baby, but still asking for prayers for a healthy labor. I'm sure I need to pay some gay away for some kind of rollerblade adjacent thoughts or actions, but in all honesty, catching up on your streams has inspired me to write once again. I believe I mentioned this in every letter, but I think of your streams as accidental Bible studies. I love this because it reminds me of my friends in college and then the Navy when we would have deep conversations about religion but not from a churchian perspective, but a normal man who believes in Christ's message and genuinely wants to know more about losing their humor or being self-righteous. Without losing their humor or being self-righteous. That's a great way to put it. That's how I like to talk about Christianity too. I don't have to be like, oh, how dare you? Nicene Creed. It's like, yeah, but, but, real, but real though. Let's talk like real men. Oh, how dare you? How seriously fucking dare you? Yeah, but let's just not do that, though, right? I mean, that sucks. Everyone hates that. Um, hanging around with EA too much, doing math like a black. I know. I got I to gotta cut ties, guys. Did you see what happened? The black rubbed off on me, and now I just, I was off on that math by 100. <laughs> And it was so simple, 1,800 to 2,000. And I was, I was like, man, math is racist. I fuck, I'm becoming black. This is a problem. 
Dude, I'm starting to be like, I'm starting to think prisons are bull. I, dude, I, I'm, I gotta really rethink all every decision I've made for the last two months. All right. Uh, an example of this would be a few streams ago. Someone wrote in asking how you felt swearing to God, and you responded that you do not uh, like that. You do not like that, and people should just assume that everything they say is like swearing to God, because it should be true. Well, in Matthew 5, the guy you look like, apparently. Yeah, Matthew's by far my favorite apostle. But that's not because I, I probably don't actually look like him. But his depiction. I mean, I have a painting on the wall. And you were late today. Tomorrow you'll be in blackface as Boar Bear. How dare. I'm going to be, I'm already blacker than Boar Bear. All right. Uh, Jesus says almost exactly what you said. Uh, in the Sermon on the Mount about oaths. Christ says not to swear any oaths by God, by heavens, or anything instead, to simply let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. I am not aware if you are aware of this specific verse or if you were thinking of it at the time, but you are clearly a man tuned into God's will and thus your streams always turn into a type of Bible study. I apologize if anyone else has mentioned this by the time you get my letter read. No, in fact, I just... You may not be as happy with me after the whole Paul situation. Um, in Negro Town, prison time means a vacay. Yeah, dude, no one's having more fun than a lot of guys in prison. I'm not even, I don't even think it's that, I mean, think about it. Free room, free board, you get to hang out with all your buddies, work out all the time, read books. You know, every decision's already made for you. Great security. No one's going to break into your prison cell. I think the the rape psyop was needed. This is my opinion. I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, everybody's like, oh, you get raped in prison. I think that's a psyop. I think way too many people liked it. I think they had to make it seem like, like if you watch Johnny Cash doing uh, the Folsom Prison Blues, it looked great, didn't it? Everybody's like, yeah, I'm doing a nickel with my best friends. You're outside working, and the, the chain gang must have been a blast. Outdoors, working, uh, doing manual labor with your buddies. You have a, you all hate the warden. You have a, a common enemy. You have all the time you want to work out, read books. You know, nobody, nobody assumes you're going to do anything good. Like, you, your expectations are incredibly low. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, I apologize, man. You recently improved the glorious batting average, or improved by calling the patent on the science, and I could not help laughing a little um, to a little thought it gave me. What if someone patented the niggers just to say, I own the niggers? Yeah, I'm sure that's happened. Terrible food. Yeah, I think they, they intentionally make the food bad and try and get some people raped. All right. Um... The thought had me laughing for a while. As I am late preparing some last minute things for our next baby, I'm listening to your stream 1523 about homesteading mothers and you're explaining what accepting Christ means to you. And it is so inspiring to see a man like you speaking so openly about their faith and belief in Christ and discussing openly what his message means to you. 
I cannot tell you how long I prayed for a normal, funny, confident, and intelligent man to come on the scene with true faith in Christ to show everyone else they are not alone and the binary of nerdy Christians and some atheists is completely fake. Yeah, because a lot of churches are, like, this is uh, a response I got. I did a funny, uh, I was just in a mood to make fun of Paul yesterday, obviously. And uh, I posted something, San Diego church, it's called a rock church. You know, they've been like killing kids or something disgusting and horrible. And I wrote, uh, I remember when rock churches were more about the music man. And then I, I go on and make fun of it. And uh, Ryan said something that's exactly my experience with a lot of modern churches too. That's why it's so easy that if you, for uh, two, and th two or three gathered in my name, there I am. Like that whole thing, right? Uh, you can make a church anywhere you are, and I think that this dude is doing a really good job at that, that these mass churches are, Germany just issued 300,000 uniforms with SS logos, according to the New York Post. <laughs> I prefer their earlier, I, I like NASA's earlier work. Um, my, friend, uh, my friend was a corrections officer. He said the food was 50% soy. That's probably what's making him rape. I can't tune in right now, but damn, the swoon chat is lit up. Can't wait to beep the stream later, says Italian bear. Yeah, you'll dig it. Uh, do you think the soy is why people... Because Italian bear has been to prison. Do you think the rape started happening after they started making all the prison food soy? Ugh. I was church hopping a lot this year, looking for a church and community to be a part of. Not even joking, the biggest church by me that has three locations had a movie mass Sunday that I unknowingly went to. I got popcorn at the door with plastic sealed thing with a cracker and juice in it. Walked into a band going absolutely insane, singing the song, I Need a Hero. As a superhero movie trailer played in the background, when, uh, then the entire mass was done by watching clips of Black Panther after a woke lecture about civil rights and zero black people in the church and compared it to the Bible. The two ending Jesus rock song lyrics had fill me up Jesus and he overwhelms and satisfies my soul. I haven't been to church since that day. What the fuck happened to Christianity? Every single church was horrific. Nothing to do with Christianity. Yeah, no, I had the same exact experience. It would be like uh, a, a Jewish scientist would come out and prove that Christ existed with facts and science and how you can find the tomb and the pillar of salt. They've done studies. Dude, I'm like, they're replacing the religion with science. And they're like, oh, how dare you? Oh, no, listen to Coldplay. I once went into this church when we were trying to find a church in Gig Harbor. And it was some fag, like a guy that definitely sucks dicks. And he's playing Coldplay. That's not a church. Right, but this is like almost all the churches in America. And he's, and he's singing Yellow. And I'm like, dude, I make fun of that song. That song's meaningless. There's no meaning there. But a church is just a, I mean, that's the thing is you can reform these fucking places. Uh, the church is the people and what they're willing to accept. Let's just say 10 people stood up and go, Black Panther is the Jewish take on African kingdoms. What the fuck does that have to do with Jesus? And then someone else goes, right? And then 10 more people go, Exactly. This is all stupid. They'd have to, they'd have to change. 
The, the problem with it is way too many people like it. They're like, oh no, this makes me feel good. Don't you know Paul is the worst sinner of us all? And the more you sin, the closer you are to Jesus. It's like, no, no, that's actually the church of Satan. The church of Satan and the uh, Frankists and the, 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 all those guys from like 1666 or whatever the fuck all that was. It, same with the um, uh, Leonard Cohen's, uh, that, that black magic occult shit where it's like you, you praise God through sin. Like the more sin you do, that Kabbalism, the more, yeah, Sabbatian Frankus. Yeah, the more sin you do, the closer to God you are when you weep. And it's like, right, we've all been there. Like we've experienced that moment. But like, so you're encouraging people to sin? Yes. The more innocent the sacrifice, the greater the connection to God. And you're like, oh, you guys are Satanists. There's no difference between that rhetoric and the church of Satan. Oh, how dare you? How dare you go after Paul? All right. Uh, and I don't care if people judge me for it. I think I met a female bear at work. I didn't get to talk to her much. But when I said, if you walk into a church and they're playing Coldplay, run. And she said, how do you know that? But at that point, I had to go to another department. Yeah, good for you. There's some base churches. I know, but they're never the huge ones. I'd like to see reform. I hope Yay West reforms some churches. I think he could. If you say some, like, you know, because, I mean, they're so, so celebrity thirsty that uh, I think he could actually get them to fucking wake up to some of this stuff. Black Lady Bear says, Illinois, they got sued for serving too much soy in their food. Allegedly, they cut it out, but their preservative sodium and their commissary and the medications are killing them slowly. Yeah. BB, you think Paul claims to be a special boy? Read John. He calls himself the most beloved. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most beloved. He follows Christ, so you should follow him. And you know he's legit because he brought a bunch of Christians to be killed. He wanted to kill him, but it's too gross. <laughs> oh, my God. Prison is designed to break you psychologically. You become separated from the human activities and take a more animalistic nature. I don't know. I think it sounds like you're working out with your best friends. With Kanye in the news and the Jew talk has become strong again, which is always good for some giggles. You've mentioned a lot lately on Jewish emphasis on being the chosen people. Yeah, the special boys. The most beloved. As a small Midwestern town boy who never met a Jew until my sister moved to L.A., I was oblivious to a lot of what you have explained over the years. For instance, the Bible clearly says that Abraham's line through Jacob was to be chosen people who would be a blessing to all nations. The text also clearly explains that their role is to hold tight to the truth of God, monotheism, his righteousness, his law, and by holding to this, there will be a blessing to everyone as everyone would be able to learn about and follow God properly. It also refers to the blessing of Christ who would come through this lineage. I was not aware until my 20s that Jews thought being the chosen people meant there were God's special kiddos who get the special privileges. In reality, they were more like a son being chosen for a specific chore, and they keep forgetting to do the chore or how to do it. Also, in reference to the Kanye situation, an extremely similar thing happened to Marlon Brando and Norm MacDonald had some of his more famous weekend update jokes on the topic that would apply perfectly to Kanye and the difference between Brando did, did apologize and Kanye did not. Yeah, he goes, Marlon Brando in the news said Jews run Hollywood. 
He was fired from all his projects until he apologized, and now he's back at work. Something like that. Your stream on being a man was very powerful. A portion of every prayer I make is, Lord, please help me be a better man who serves you more faithfully every day. Society convinces us serving is weak and low, but I enjoy and find joy in service of God, which is righteous service of your fellow man. Exactly. That's actual masculinity. Service is masculinity. Being the special boy like Andrew Taint or any of these guys. Oh, I got a Bugatti because I'm a special boy. I'm not saying wealth is bad, but um, it's all about service. I see way more divinity in the guy that shows up in the storm that, that puts the electrical back together after a fallen line. That's, that's divine. That's a divinely behaving man. The man is like, I don't got to say shit to you. I got nine holes in me warehouse and a Bugatti. And everyone's like, oh my God, he's such a man. He's a child. He's a woman. You know, that's feminism for men. That's literally feminism. Paul has always been somewhat suspect to me, but wasn't he the one who said clipping was no longer needed? Yeah, and I always love him for that. I just, I'm just glad that, that Nero took out another horrible criminal. But there's a lot that Paul said that I like. You know, I like some of his writings, some of his emails. I just don't think that that's, his message is more important than uh, Christ's. Because a lot of churches also focus completely on Paul. Oh, but what did Paul think about Jesus after he saw him on the road to Jamarcus? Just what about what Jesus said to Matthew directly or Luke or John? Oh, no, how dare you? No, no. It's, it's all about Paul because Paul never knew Jesus except for on the road to Jamargus, killing Christians again. So let's just read his emails and publish them and make sure that everyone gets it. And fucking, it's like, oh, my God. And that's how we worship sin. Because how can we get close to God without, you know, showing Black Panther over and over again and having a female lesbian wave a rainbow flag and say you're not, Jesus Christ said to take a vaccine. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Paul covers a lot of details the Gospels don't, says Ignatius. Yeah, so does, uh, so does that bitch who wrote Twilight. Are you going to put that in the, in the, in the Bible? Because the Bible never talked... Jesus never talked about vampires or werewolves. So we got to get, for those of you that are vaccine damaged, I'm joking. But what do you mean he, he covers a lot that the Gospels don't? Right. He's saying shit as a guy, like without any contact with Jesus at all. That makes him a prophet. And he says, follow me because I follow Christ. So he's now asking, I don't care. Listen, the Catholics are getting it. You guys have great architecture. I one of the things I'm focusing on now is um, focusing on the good aspects of people. I think Catholics have great architecture. I think they have awesome music, even though I found out recently that Bach was actually Protestant. But I think uh, they're great at lighting candles and not burning down the, the building because they made them out of stone. And I think that's awesome. They're great at... Glass work? Well, at least they used to be. I haven't seen any Catholics making any stained glass in a while, but let's all focus on the good things. The, the Catholics were great at making champagne, right? You see, we have a ton in common. You guys are great at building stone arch. Oh, no, you stole most of those. 
I'll figure it out. I'll come up with better. Uh, I'll give you guys more praise. Did Paul cover the part about Judeo-Christianity? Winemaking. Winemaking. They're great. They're great at protecting crime. And didn't Jesus say, the more of my followers you kill, the more blessings will be upon you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I get that. I understand how that works. That makes sense to me. Even though I know that sounds kind of like a dick thing to say, but it's like uh, martyrs spread Christianity. But, you know, Paul was more like the George Floyd of Christianity. Like he was a martyr, I guess, but he wasn't really living a good life. It was kind of like, you know, it's like how George Floyd was kind of made into a martyr. That's kind of how uh, I feel about Paul. It's kind of like a stretch. Don says, not sure if it's a myth or not, but I heard prison food has something added to reduce Tate behavior. It was called soft Peter by the inmates. Hilarious. Uh, Cerulean Bear, I listened a couple months ago and heard you make fun of Crowder saying fight like hell. What the fuck does that even mean? I'm obsessed and I've been autistic about it. I like, I used to like Crowder, but once I saw the grift, I quit. Good for you. Stealth Bear, you guys are all complaining about the rock band churches. As a trad Catholic, yes, I totally agree. Even Catholic Novus Ordos is terrible. That's the point of Latin mass. Can't change a dead language. Good for you. That's a good thing about Catholics. They speak in a language of the dead. You know? Corpus oration. The word of the dead. And that's something we can all get behind. Don says, my brother did a lot of prison time and rapes are real, but not as frequent as it's said to be. I'm glad. Yes. I mean, there's anywhere you're going to have a lot of criminals, you're going to get some rapes. But I just think that it's, it's a lot more rare. It's really embarrassing. Don't worry about the math wrong on the bike, BB. Maybe next time you will remember to fight like hell and do the math right. Must be nice to fight like hell. Hilarious. Saul Floyd. Letter, letter number 846 is my favorite Paul letter. Yeah, exactly. He was like, do you guys know how Paul died in the Bible? Nero had somebody kneel on his head for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Catholics are great at money management. They're great at consolidating pyramids. They have aw they're awesome at bedazzling robes. Could it be rapes or consent-based? I used to do a bit about that. I'm like, prison rape was dudes doing gay shit. And then after they got out, they, they had to kind of rework the narrative. Where it's like, man, I was raped by this guy every morning after breakfast. And we'd talk. And <laughs> My dad has been in prison for 10 years. Uh, he keeps sending me prison recipes to make a proper prison food recipe book. Nice, Brown. You should do that. Vox's dad was in prison for 12 years. The Catholics are great at building sustained economies within their group. I like it. They're good at fashion for elderly women. Um, they're good at, yeah, bedazzling jewels on robes for men. Uh, sorry, Bears, can you send prayers to my uncle? He just fell and is in the hospital. Yes. His name is Enrique. Yes, I know we're Mexican. Thank you guys in advance. Well, you know, I wish you had said that before the prayer had been sent out. Pray praying for the invaders. I'm just kidding. Prayers to Enrique. Uh, Eddie Griffin had a great bit about sagging jeans in prison gays. Yeah, it's easier access. All right, anyway. Um, I've not made many new videos lately with coaching and taking care of family stuff, but I 
Still have my chapter-by-chapter chapter study of the Bible on Bible Study Bear at YouTube if anyone wants to check it out, although it is not on the level of your accidental studies. Blessings to you and your family. Respectfully, Bible Study Bear. Thank you, Bible Study Bear. And your, uh, uh, your name is the same name as someone in my family. Very cool name. Very cool name for a very cool dude. Oh, dude, what, what is this? Couldn't get grabber football out of my head. Hope this helps, Bertaria. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Grabber football names. The Indiana Influencers. The Austin Ass Blasters. Syracuse Scammers. Brooklyn Bagelmakers. The LA Blackouts. St. Louis Swindlers. Going against the Utah Yentas. Minnesota Minch versus the Phoenix Phonies. Jewish Lightning, uh, 33 games today, absolutely no refunds. F the Fentanyl Flyers going against the Carolina Chicken Chokers. Knoxville Nashers against the, uh, the Chattanooga Chosen Ones. The, Dempst the Denver Dumpster Pump going against the Chesapeake Check Cashers. Portland Pill Poppers today going against the Toledo Tricksters. Going to be a great game, Dom. The Columbus Conmen going for, again, for the ninth straight victory against the Charlotteville Charlatans, headed by Jordan P. Peterson. Of course, P stands for penis, Tom. The Irvine Exploiters going against those Kansas City Quacks. Uh, the Reno Rabbis coming in strong. Yeah, Catholics are great with melted wax. I like that. Ira voice. Hey, Big Bear, tell your little slave squirt buckets to keep his eyes off my Benjamin Netanyahu. What does that even mean? But it's funny. I always love it when somebody says something that I don't understand, but I still laugh because the rhythm is funny. All right. The New York Gays against the Portland Pill Poppers. <clears throat> All right, I'll do uh, one more letter and then I have to go. Oh, I, I also have the Postal Fet. Kyneton, can you email me the Postal Fet video? He did another, uh, another uh, cartoon. The Syracuse Subverters against the, the, the San Francisco Sodomites. Dear Big Bear, I first wrote to you in early 2020 when I lived in Albuquerque. Yes, the energy there is eerie. A lifelong urban dweller, I lived in a high-rise apartment building on the edge of town. God, how hard would it be to uh, to send me the video of us in Albuquerque? Like, as I'm doing the, I put a spell on you leaving. I swear to God, I think we got a ghost on video. Swear to God, I think we got a ghost on video. Um, I'll look for it. Thanks. I know it's going to be hard to find that one, but uh, it's got the Nina Simone, I put a spell on you going. The Cincinnati Bagels against the Colorado Catholics. Let's see who's going to sodomize each other first. First in six million, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a 64-year-old woman, never married, no children. Some people assume I drive a Subaru. But that's not the case. For 15 years, I worked as an electrical engineer, then owned a used bookstore for many years. Listening to your streams and hearing the Bears' letters made me realize I was ready to get out of the city. I wanted to finally get close to nature and learn how to grow food. Awesome. Real quick, guys, before I finish this letter, because I know it sounds... I'm, I legit am very excited to read it. Uh, 
but it's applicable to the letter. This is called, there's something eerie about Albuquerque. And so when you have eyes to see, which I believe a lot of us do, if you just look at the spells of Albuquerque, it is wild. Watch this. They call it the land of enchantment for a reason. Something was definitely off in Albuquerque. It's like there was a secret everywhere, but nowhere. Aliens? Demons? What was going on here? And why did no one blink? There is a secret here that we would never know. Because no one would tell us. What happened out there in that high desert? What happened out there? The shows were great. Almost too great. Like something or someone else was writing our jokes. Some of the best jokes we ever told. But in the light of day, this city had secrets. I swear to God, I think that's a demon. I When we went by that woman, we all were like, oh! And it wasn't because she's quote-unquote ugly. That isn't what I'm po- focused on. Albuquerque is fucking creepy. We stayed at a bed and breakfast or at a Airbnb that we all had like guns and knives in our beds like this. It was so creepy. The house was the worst. Oh my God, dude. I can't even explain it to people. There was like a locked room with a light on underneath it. There was like little children dolls hanging all over the walls. It was, dude, it was so crazy if you look at but the show is awesome but if you look at this they have murals of don pettit they have like one eye symbolism everywhere there's a synchronicity minus the bear was uh coming that weekend at the el rey theater there's like demons there's a holocaust museum that looked like it's always closed um and it i mean and then there you have the the double crucifix there you know, Albuquerque barbershop and you have two crosses. Where's the third cross, right? I mean, it's like, I swear to God, the lady looked, it was, it was like an entity. I mean, it was after the night we had, I mean, if you just go through this, so there's all that demon stuff there. Then you have the one-eye symbolism. No one even knows what the hell that is. Holocaust and Tolerance Museum of New Mexico. The launch pad, alcohol and rockets. Every single thing, minus the bear. Then you have like that symbolism everywhere. Dude, it was everywhere. Like, just watch this again. They call it the land of enchantment for a reason. And it was empty all, it was just- Something was definitely off in Albuquerque. It's like there was a secret everywhere, but nowhere. Aliens? Demons? What was going on here? And why did no one blink? There is a secret here that we would never know. Because no one would tell us. (laughs) What happened out there in that high desert? What happened out there? The shows were great. Almost too great. Like something or someone else was writing our jokes. 
And do you Some see it almost looked? You see it, it almost Couldn't looked like that car was following us. That kept happening everywhere, and I doubt it was. But everywhere we looked, there'd be like a car or something just like following. It was like, I mean, I'm not a schizophrenic, but it's the type of city. Some of the it's the type of city where if you have any minor characteristics, like you're looking at patterns, it's nuts. And this was just like, I just took out my phone and just started filming it. It was like this all the time. Jokes we ever told, but in the light of day, this city had secrets. You know I can't stand it. So we did what anyone would do. We got the fuck out. We did what Bugs Bunny warned us about and didn't stay too long in Albuquerque. So now we're going to Phoenix. Whew. We'll come back to Albuquerque at some point, but I'm bringing a, uh, uh, I don't know, some sort of, some sort of magic wand. Okay, so Albuquerque's super scary. It's spooky as shit. Yeah, there was a broken mirror at the bottom of the stairs in the place we're staying at. We, we used that pew to block the stairs. Yeah, well, we blocked the stairs while we were asleep. There was a church pew in the place, and we used it to block the stairs while we slept. And we poked our head outside. Guys, I swear to God, there was, like, cops everywhere, and there was, like, zombie people. It was like a bunch of Indians that looked like they were on meth or huffing paint. They're like, it was, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And we're like, dude, it, it, the, the forces there were so dark, so dark. Remember the extra room that was locked? Yeah. You mean the one with the light on? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I remember that kind. And, and there was like little holes in the walls, it, dude. Yeah, and the venue is the Hispanic History Museum. And there was open flames everywhere on the walkway up to the venue. Swear to God. All right. I have a divorced brother who was living in an apartment in Kentucky at the time. After one of your inspirational streams on Impulse, I called my brother and pitched the idea that we pool our resources and buy a rustic house in the country. He immediately said, I'm in. So I guess he was ready to. In November 2020... We moved into our rustic home on an acre in rural northern Michigan, debt-free. Both our parents were from Michigan, and we have some cousins nearby. So in a way, we have returned to our ancestral homeland. It feels like wilderness here. I love it. Our gardens are doing well. My brother is enthusiastic about sawing and splitting wood for our wood stove. And I love being the fire tender. I'm blessed because my brother is a Delta. That, was, that has made this adventure go quite smoothly. Last summer, I saved many seeds from the food plants, flowers, and uh, medicinal weeds. I've planted some of the seeds indoors, and I'm growing them under grow lights this winter. Even though they may not produce food or flowers indoors, and I just want to witness the amazing cycle of nature. I'm fascinated by the idea that plants are designed by God to be medicine for us, so I'm making all sorts of teas, oils, tinctures, and flower um, essences. It's odd because I had zero interest in natural remedies before moving here. When I'm, when I'm out in my personal wilderness, it sometimes seems like everything is electricity. It is. It is. You're getting it. Or sometimes it seems that everything is divine life force. Or maybe that's just the two ways of saying the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm riveted by all the nature has to teach me. I feel a sense of urgency in learning all I can about growing food and using plants as medicine. 
It feels like I'm preparing for something. Anyway, it's fun and fascinating, so I'm going with it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're getting it. Um, in close is a check donation for the Ozarks campground and a tip for you. Thank you, Owen, for being so spectacularly authentic. Please verify me as Electricity Lady Bear. That's a fun synchronicity because I was just, me and uh, Walter were coming up with superheroes yesterday and one was Electric Boy. And it was all about the superhero was just, it had these uh, antennas on his head and he always had electricity flowing through him and he can like use it with his hands. Welcome Electricity Lady Bear. <clears throat> All right, I got to land this plane, even though I want to keep going, obviously. Retire Ozark Campground, awesome. Make sure those go in the right spot. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, one second. Thank you guys for uh, supporting the campground. It's going to be fun, and it's a fun process. And, uh, yeah, I, contracts are signed. We close on the first 33 acres on... Uh, what did, what did my buddy say on Friday? My mom sent me something. You want me to open this first? Just don't forget to render the plane going through the other side of the building. Exactly. Let's see what my mom sent me. <laughs> oh my God. My seventh grade football photo. I look so sad. Jesus. Oh, here we go. Here was me as a little boy playing soccer. Man, I look so much like my kids. Holy shit. That might as well just be Charlie or any of them. That is wild. I got, these are some of my awards I got. The Oswego High School Class of 1998. Most talkative. <laughs> Varsity Letter Award. Oh, this is trippy. Oh, this was uh, St. Procopius Abbey. Speaking of Catholics, my godfather was a monk from St. Procopius Abbey. They're all vaccinated, by the way. Uh, so all that hard work. Look at this guy. This guy's getting it. That guy's like, that guy's like, listen, I know we didn't go to the fucking moon. <laughs> oh my God, Amy's gonna laugh so much at these. Oh, this is back when I was obviously a lesbian. That was in my lesbian days. This was when I was going through a phase of being really angry at people. This is when I was the lead singer of the band uh, Bush or Pearl Jam. so great this was when I was just totally over it guys listen I've smoked a joint I've seen some shit things are things are changing all right thank you mom I'm glad I opened that 
<laughs> Looked like Corky. The transvestigators are... Are you kidding me? I was a fucking legend. Haha, ha, you have aged well, baby. Are you kidding me? That was a handsome guy. This guy crushed it. Look at that, hang on. Where's that picture? I mean, yeah, some of these are mildly embarrassing, but... All right, missing landing gear since most talkative class award. Yeah, I also got best hair. I got most carefree. I got, uh, I got like all of them. Uh, was that most musical? I can't remember. Holy shoulder pads, baby. I was playing sports. All right, Kyneton, final super chat. Who sent that again? My mom. Who the hell do you think sent that? Oh, this is just sent by uh, Ming Yin. I go up most likely to bug it. You look like you didn't like your pics taken. No, I didn't. Charlie does the same thing that I did. I hated having my picture taken. I was like an Indian who thought it took my soul. I was, I was kind of a fucking dick. No, no, I was nice. Oh, I was also classic, class most optimistic. You look like Scott Stapp playing lacrosse. Guys, that was the 90s, man. That's how, you know, people, people crushed it if they had wavy hair that was naturally kind of, you know, blonde and brown at the same time. Made the gays go nuts. Rockfin, I'm the truth, the way, the life. God is life. The air we breathe is life. We breathe life in, and the way to be God is to use life to speak truth. If we breathe life and speak lies, it is us who will die for attempting to kill the breath of life God gives. I appreciate what you're saying. We have to discern what is true. Keep crushing. Nice. I like that one. Um, everyone looked exactly like that in the 90s. Yeah. That's why people are like, oh, how dare you? That's so gay. No, I crushed it. Crushed. <laughs> All right, final super chats. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was still kind of socially retarded in ways, but I was like, you know, I, I brought back some, some memories. Yeah, when I was young, I hated having my picture taken. I didn't like the lies. All right. What would it take for you to commit to a 48-hour fast, weight loss aside, the mental clarity? You'd, I've done that. I get very aggressive. I, I talk a lot about Jews when I do that. I get so mad at the Jews and the blacks when I, uh, when I fast. Like 48 hours of fasting for me, oof, I'd probably end up on a list. There's a reason fasting is mentioned 70 times in the good book. That's, all for, that's for all you do, BB. Thank you, Fasting Bear. Um, Adrian Reward says, thank you for everything, BB. Anytime. Thank you, Adrian. Blue Bunny Bear, dear BB, no one talks about Enoch. Enoch pleased God with his good deeds, and after that, he was not found because God raptured him to heaven. He was also the second man who didn't know death, for God uh, lifted him, just like Elijah in Genesis. In my opinion, I think they took out his book from the Bible because he held so much truth. What is your opinion? Much love. I haven't read it. I don't know. Um, but that sounds cool. I mean, I know there's Flat Earth Gravy in Enoch. Like, Flat Earthers talk about that a lot. Um, Wes says, think you're having a piano move today. I'm moving three today. Jonah Bear is a poofter. Congrats, Freight Train Bear and Dahlia Bear. What's up, Reina? Stuntman and Scouse are gay. Bullrush Bear is a wicked queer. God bless Bertario. Love Grungy Boo Bear. That's great. So when you fast, you become righteous. I don't know. I just get really, really mad at Jews. Like even Toronto Jew Bear, you know, if he was around and I was fasting... 
it would be bad. Like I'd have to apologize. I'd probably have to see, you know, I'd probably have to uh, sit with a rabbi and let him bite my dick off or whatever the fuck they want. That's it for me today, everybody. Carefree, except when it comes to the Jews. No, I'm, I'm totally carefree about the Jews now. I mean, now I, I love the little bastards. I think that, that they serve us in a very profound way. Uh, I think the Jews are a necessary part of nature. I think if the Jews were to be wiped out again, um, not that they ever were, I mean, come on. I think, I think we'd miss them. I think we'd miss their little schemes and scams because what they do is they, they kind of pull out the evil in everyone else. You get to really know who your friends are. That's why I like to have a few court Jews because I, I parade them around. Hey, everybody. Say hi to, you know, these guys. And they're like, eh. And then I get to know who in my court is up to no good because they're like, I've just done five business deals with that guy. I'm like, aha, thank you, Jew. The gospel said some demons only come out by prayer and fasting. Uh, yeah, I like, I think fasting is good for people. I just personally prefer food. I, I get it, though. Seems like more and more of the little bastards are coming around on the Big Bear, too. Yeah, they, dude. Oh, it is true or false the Jews are starting to like me. True or false the Jews are starting to see that I was stable and I didn't have an agenda the entire time. Jews rock. I'm not going to go that far. I mean, uh, especially like the Kazarians. Like, they're fucking weird. The Bear Saloon is coming together with the Grand downstairs. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'll do four more minutes here. I just want to know what Otis says. Otis, true or false, the Jews are now seeing that I always had their best intention in mind. I did. I wanted them to, like, see how fucked up they were acting. I never, I actually was never trying to hurt them. Jews don't rock, they rule. They can't rule their own bowels, guys. Paul told you, Goyim, you don't have to fast. <laughs> so I guess fast, if, if, whatever Paul says we don't have to do, we should do with the exception of dick clipping. Uh, will the piano have to be retuned after the moving? I, I should retune it. The Jews are definitely starting to see now that Sam couldn't make it over the ice wall in the gravel copter. But Otis, true or false, have you been introducing me to the Jews? I want to know their honest reaction because I've been noticing a lot more Jews are starting to be like, oh, this guy is funny. I, I can just tell that they see it a little more now, that they're really, really fucking not doing well i mean guys like look at this i mean the blacks are eating them alive right now like uh the video describes some of the writings of harold wallace rosenthal and some of the people were like nah not really like it was totally impossible i know it sounds so wicked and so demonic that it's hard to believe but let's just take a look at some of his other quotes from his writings. Let's dig in. Quote number one. Most Jews do not like to admit it, but our God is Lucifer, and we are his chosen people. Let's continue. We Jews have put issue upon issue to the American people. Then we promote both sides of the issue as confusion reigns. With their eyes fixed on the issue, they failed to see who was behind every scene. 
We Jews toy with the American public as a cat toys with a mouse. Next, we have castrated society through fear and intimidation. Its manhood exists only in combination with a feminine outward appearance. Being so neutered, the populace has become docile and easily ruled. As gildings in nature, their thoughts are not involved with the concerns of the future and their prosperity, but only with the present toil and the next meal. Anti-Semitism does not signify opposition to Semitism. There is no such thing. It is an expression we use effectively as a smear word used to brand as a bigot like you guys, anyone who brings criticism against Jews. Okay, so every, I mean, it's just getting nuts out there. Um, oh, it's just a coincidence. Oh, yeah, it's just a coincidence of Jews. Oh, that guy didn't mean anything. Oh, yeah, he was just the, the top aide to the Senate. Like, what? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> these, are, these are situations. Kyneton, what did uh, the ADL do? You just said uh, the ADL took a knee to the blacks. A knee to what? The neck? <laughs> oh, they did. Jews have no choice but to cling to anti-Semites. It's their survival mechanism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All you have to do is not submit, and then they they have to. They have they have no strength or power or anything. All they have is tricks and influence. I do I do enjoy them though. I do enjoy them. I would have gotten the most invisible if they'd noticed I was there. Thank God they didn't, says Diffracted. Very nice. Okay, I swear I heard the coincidence of Jews joke before Chappelle. Yeah, it's an older joke. It's like a bar joke. That's a joke that, that men have been saying at bars. I haven't heard it in years, but it's a great joke. And I'm okay with people doing... Uh, uh, I'm okay with people doing bar jokes on stand-up sets. I mean, they're, it's a really good, retellable joke. Uh, ADL going after Kanye will destroy them. Well, they're losing. I mean, Paul from Pockets pointed out a great point. He goes, I haven't seen any actual Jews offended by Kyrie Irving. Like, none. It's only the ADL. The ADL is, is uh, the most anti-Jew group there's ever been. Jonathan Greenblatt, the black and Jewish communities have so much in common. It's critical that we come together and heal so that we can stop the spread of hate. All of us at the ADL are ready to engage towards a better future for us all. Well, yeah, all that means is our common enemy is whites. <laughs> but that's not going to work either because, uh, like, what, what are they even trying? Oh, the blacks and the Jews have so much in common. You were our slaves and we were your masters. So we spent a lot of time together on those boats. Fuck off, Greenblatt. Fucking little demon. Little gremlin. Oh, you're trying to hurt me. Iran's trying to hurt me. Iraq's trying to hurt me. Everyone's trying to hurt me. Well, good. Good. <laughs> There's no going back. I scroll through the TikTok and it's wild. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the blacks are starting to see that it's not the whites. It's Jews. And it's obviously it's not all Jews, but like when people say white supremacy, they mean Jews. There is no white supremacy. There are white people that are quote unquote racist, but that's because they want to live how they live and they don't want mass migration and they want to be left alone. That's it. The people, the only group that's actually this racially psychotic group are Jews. 
Oh, oh, just a coincidence of Jews. Dude, no, it isn't. It's like, there's some good Jews out there. I'd say one in 10 Jews are great. I, I really have done the math on this. I think one in 10, I really appreciate them. A lot of the best truthers are Jews. Uh, but it's like 90% are confused, somewhat satanic, lying, you know, and they're like just desperately trying to hold on to this crumbling bullshit lie. And they constantly throw quote unquote white people under the bus. Like if they could, they would just take all the black anger and send it right into the country of America. They'd love it. They'd, they'd be like, this is perfect. That's why it's good to have an extra turns, grab wars, unicorns, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, totally. When I say like one in 10, it's like one in 10 that hardcore identifies Jews. Most of them, when they say they're a Jew, it means they don't believe in God. They don't believe in free will, yet they operate as if God and free will exist. Sam Harris is a perfect example. So they're pro-choice, but they don't believe in free will. Okay, they, they believe it's their job to heal the world, but their lives are terrible and they're drug addict perverts. It takes a lot of willful ignorance to not see that almost every single person in the FTX saga is Jewish, especially after Yay and Kyrie. And Bernie Madoff and the Federal Reserve. And dude, it's like all of it. APAC, Benjamin Netanyahu getting everyone into war with Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Syria. It's like endless wars, endless debt. They, they take credit for gay marriage. They take credit for abortion. They take credit for the transgender movement. The only way to get hormones for children is out of Israel. It's called Teva Pharmaceuticals. The opioid epidemic was the Sackler family. The owners of every major media outlet and every single network and um, uh, pr production company in Hollywood are all Jews. Holly uh, stock market, Jews, Jews, Jews. It's like... 1% of the population, the only way they can uh, explain away the coincidence of Jews is uh, that it's because they, they just try, they work so hard. They're just smarter and they, because of the oppression, because countries keep kicking them out because they try to, you know, pornography. Listen to Benjamin Netanyahu. They want to put Melrose Place and porn and wickedness and sin into the minds of your children. And if you say no and, and resist that, they say you're full of hate. It is the synagogue of Satan. They're these Kazarian, satanic, quote-unquote Jews that absolutely are operating in the upside down. They hate you. They're envious of you. Kazarians were religious Babylonians before they converted Judaism. Yeah, that's why forced conversions don't work. You know, these Kazarian, Kabbalistic, Babylonian Talmud Satan guys, they're like, they were quote unquote forced to become Jews because there is a group of Jews that were cool and they still are kind of cool. You know, I know some Jews that are all right. It's just, they've been so proud. Same thing happened to Christians, guys. You walk into a Christian church, is that Christianity? You're watching Black Panther, listening to Coldplay, getting lectured by some dyke about why your kids need to accept transgenderism. That's Gog and Magog. That's Zionism. Judeo-Christianity. Gog, Magog, upside down. And people can see it so clearly now that there's no point in pretending that you're not seeing it. What good do you get by playing ball? They, they, they throw their most loyal servants to the wolves. They will never, ever reward you for loyalty to the shadow, to the evil. 
If you're loyal to those people, they will destroy you. They will destroy you guys because it's, you, you can't play ball, B-A-A-L, with these people. Because if you love them and lie for them and do their crimes, they think you're a putz. They think you're a schmuck. They think you're so fucking stupid that they wouldn't break bread with you at their table. I think most Jews just need to go on a jog and they will no longer want to ruin the world. Um, it's not all, I mean, that's why it's like, I am the friend of the Jew and the enemy of the grabber. What I'm describing are grabblers, but they call themselves Jews. The synagogue of Satan. It's a fact. The, the CEO of Pfizer, the CEO of Moderna, the CEO of Johnson Johnson, Jew, Jew, Jew. But not like Toronto Jew Bear, not like the Delhi Jews that we've grown to become so fond of. But when you're dealing with an operation like that, and Jonathan Greenblatt, and other, like now that the blacks see it, and the blacks are like all about like normal white people, it's a problem for them. They're, they're going to have to do a false flag, shoot some kids. I mean, they're so sick and twisted. Yeah, Purdue Pharmaceutical, the Sackler family, the opioid crisis. They promised that Oxycontin was non-addictive. Does, does anyone remember what the fuck happened? They promised that it's the same with these vaccines and more and more people are going to see it and die. And bump, but they just back off and blame the celebrities. And when, when Oxy first came out, the Sackler family, all Jews, oh, it's a coincidence of Jews. It's also a coincidence. No, it isn't. It's not a coincidence. There's no way you can see that that's a coincidence. So they, they say Oxy is non-addictive. This is what they did. They brought heroin into middle-class, working-class white America. That's what they did. These fake graphs. Yeah, they came in in their little covered wagons with their crystal balls, and they said, hey, workers, I know you have back pain and you're resisting heroin because you don't want to be a junkie, we made these magic pills where you will not be addicted. That's what they said over and over again. Then they started creating something called uh, pill farms where all over America, you could just go in and get unlimited heroin and the, like hyper addictive heroin called Oxy. And it was addicting and killing people over and over. And they made billions and billions and billions of dollars on it. This whole vaccine thing is not new. They did the same thing with heroin. Oxy sounds like a lot. Yeah, and now they're like, oh, we're really sorry. It was moving at the speed of science. No, they literally kill for money. But just like Paul in the Bible, they don't actually swing the axe. They get you to do it. They just bring the Christian families to Nero, right? Hillbarely heroin. Yeah, exactly. They said Oxy will help people get off opioids. They did this to me in 99 for my migraines. And it was worse. It was worse than street heroin. Worse. Just pill after pill. The, the pharmaceutical industry is all run by people who call themselves Jews. The media is all run by people who call themselves Jews. You know, the, it, it's the war machine. APAC, J Street. It's what do we call J Street, swear to God. Moving at the speed of crime. Yeah, and so the, the, I'll close on something positive because it's not about hurting them or attacking them. That's, they need you to do that. It's about not submitting to them and not accepting their offers. And then they have fucking nothing. 
they made all the porn. They pushed all the porn. You know, Screwed Magazine and Hustler and Flint and all. Dude, it was all fucking Jews. The owners of um, Vivid, the owners of Bang Bros, the owner, they're all the same tribe. And if people want to pretend, oh, 1% of the population runs and operates porn, media, Hollywood, hormones, drugs, pharmaceuticals, war, like uh, the Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu lied over and over and over again to get us to go to war because he didn't feel comfortable around countries with morality that wouldn't watch Melrose Place. Oh, you sound very anti-Semitic. Dude, no one fucking cares if, if you're offended. Your feelings are not my problem. Oh, you, you know, now that COVID's over, you should just care about Ukraine and the feelings of the Kazarian Mafia. They, they really feel, but the terrorists, they scare me. Don't, don't you care about me? The pedophilia amongst these people is absolutely fucking insane. You think Catholics are bad? These little communities of quote unquote Jews, the odds that a kid gets like molested is like 80%, according to like crime stats and studies. And they're, they're ostracized when they go public with how much child rape and perversion goes on in these communities. The female president or CEO said on a Zoom call that she wouldn't change anything if she had to do it again. I don't even know what you're talking about, but yeah, it's horrible, dude. Way worse than most people can even imagine. And so then they're like, but you're trying to hurt me. It's like, you're literally a plague on this earth. Not your blood, not all Jews. You know, don't misunderstand. They'll misunderstand me no matter what I say. If I say don't watch porn, they call me anti-Semitic. If I say don't take the pills, they call me anti-Semitic. Oh, don't take the vaccine. Oh, you hate your grandma. You're anti-Semitic. Fuck you. That doesn't work anymore. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, I'm not going to sound arrogant. There is, they, they, they can be some dangerous people there, but like, I'm not going to make any claims or challenges, but the, did the Sacklers kill four of my family or was it their fault for taking the pills? It, inevitably, it was their fault for taking the pills. But we have a right and a duty and an obligation to point out these trickster frauds little games because they'll do the same thing over and over and over again. And once you see the pattern, once you see the pattern that their offers are all poison, that's it. They now claim that abortion is a Jewish religious right because they've been sacrificing children for thousands of years. I'm not fucking kidding. Netanyahu kept using the word open to describe societies he likes. Yeah, open. Yeah, fuckable. Drunk. Vulnerable. Open. Closed means no. Closed means no consent. Closed means no. You're not going to be able to show my kids porn. Or, or like feed us pills to keep us weak. You know, the Bronfmans that own all Bacardi, the, the, the liquor in your, in your country is also owned by Jewish families. The dildos, the butt plugs, the liquor, the war, the pestilence. That's why when people put these dots together, everybody's like, oh, that's so anti-Semitic. It's fact. Fact. Hollywood, of course, is run by Jews. Of course, they hide the sins of the pedophiles. Of course, and if saying the truth is anti-Semitic, then anti they're not even Semites. They're, they're Kazarians. They're white. They're white fucking Kazarians. Semites are Arabs. The irony is these are the most anti-Semitic people in the world. What they did to Iraq and Syria 
and all these places in Palestine is fucking genocidal. The people they've been murdering in the Middle East are all Semitic. They're Semites. Okay. That's it for me today. I hope that brings you some peace. But bottom line is it's all about your behavior, your accountability, your joy. These people can't take your free will and they can't take your joy and gratitude. Hurting them does nothing. They'll have a they'll literally celebrate it for another 6,000 years. They literally will it'll be the greatest day of their life. It'll justify and solidify their view that they're victims and they're the special boys. To starve the victim is to not care. It's to say the truth, don't be afraid of them, but don't engage in their victim dance. They don't matter. They're dirty little perverts in a van with some pills. Tell them to fuck off. And if they say, oh, but you're just trying to hurt me, be like, shut the fuck up. Go sell it to somebody else. Go down the street. Okay, unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864, entropystream.live, slash app, slash Campgrounds.com. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and boy guy.